If the Big Ten has a media day, but nobody is there, did it really even happen? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It is Wednesday, October 12th. This is Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making us your first listen each and every single day. I also like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college basketball recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Technically, the Big Ten had its men's and women's basketball media day on Tuesday, but it was up in Minnesota and from uh, everything I saw, everything I heard, it was not well attended, which, shocker, you put it up in Minnesota, you lose a, a good chunk of the people that are going to go there. When I went to the football media day, I know football is different than basketball, but the amount of students that came, the amount of people that uh, were there because it was in a central location like Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, it was simple for people from Purdue, IU, uh, Northwestern, uh, Ohio State, even up in Michigan, even over to Illinois. Uh, those are all car rides away, even if they might be a little lengthy. Those are feasible car rides away. You're not going from Penn State to Minnesota. You're not going from Indiana to Minnesota. You're not going from Chicago or Michigan State or Michigan to Minnesota. And so nobody went on Tuesday from what I can gather. Uh, Even then, obviously, media days are, they are what they are. I'm not a huge fan of of taking a lot from them. I guess I should phrase that differently. I don't typically take a lot from them, but it's kind of formulaic answers, formulaic questions. Coaches are never really going to reveal that much at media day. Alas, there was still stuff that went on. Look, by far the biggest thing to come out of media day is the absolutely incredible suit jacket Trace Jackson Davis had on uh, for media day, a candy stripe suit jacket. It looked absolutely incredible. Zero percent chance I could pull that off. I don't even think I'd want to try Trace. He pulled it off. He looked incredible. Uh, It sounds like, or it sounded like the men's basketball team tailored some suits for the guys that went. Um, and Trace asked for, for candy stripes and I don't know where you find candy stripe material to do that, especially for someone that is as big and tall as Trace, but kudos to him. Those looked incredible or that looked incredible on him. Uh, they asked Mike Woodson on the big 10 network at what it would take for him to wear one. He says, I used to win the big 10 title first. I don't know if that's an official declaration, IU wins a Big Ten title. He wears a candy stripe blazer. To me, it is. So let's uh, let's win a Big Ten title for a number of reasons. Pretty high up there being uh, putting Mike Woodson in a candy stripe uh, blazer, suit jacket, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, not a ton to take away in terms of uh, insight into really anything. Mike Woodson said Tamar Bates could be the team's breakout player, which exciting to hear the coach say that, but I think that's what everybody has kind of thought for the off season, the preseason, uh, throughout the practices and whatnot. Uh, he had a bit of a frustrating freshman season, but there were enough signs there, glimpses, so you could see something special. Um, if he can put it all together, he could really, really be whatever phrase you want to use breakout player X factor. Um, the guy that, that can take Indiana from, Big Ten favorite to national title contender. I think he his ceiling is that good. A three-level scorer who uh, at times looked like he could get wherever he wanted. Um, I, I think he's going to be a really good player at some point in Bloomington. Hopefully it's this season because he has a ton of help around him. And if he does it this season, the odds are really good that it's going to end in silverware or hardware for the Hoosiers by the end of the year. The only other kind of silly thing to come out of Big Ten Media Day. So a while back, and I believe we might have mentioned it, Mike Woodson compared Jalen hood Shafino kind of archetype of how he plays to a Jason Kidd. Trace Jackson Davis was asked about that comparison at Media Day. He said Ayo Dusunmu is who Jalen hood Shafino reminds him of. Io, an Illinois guard that played there a couple seasons ago, made the transition from Illinois to the NBA. He's on the Chicago Bulls now. He's a, a, a contributor in the NBA, a, a really good NBA role player. So the, the season Io went from Illinois to the NBA, Mike Woodson went from the NBA to college. I can assure you there was very little paid attention to college basketball by Mike Woodson when he was in the NBA. Some people scout college basketball for within each franchise. I was not Mike Woodson. You, nobody with his level of experience is scouting college basketball unless they specifically request that assignment. And Mike Woodson did not. So when Mike Woodson said he didn't know who IO was, I mean, it, it wasn't a slight. Mike Woodson wasn't in the NBA when IO came in. He wasn't in college basketball when IU had left. It was just the timing. They swapped places, basically. For some reason, Illinois fans have taken that as a slight, a pretty big slight, as if Mike Woodson is just willfully ignorant to who this role player for the Illini was. It was silly, led to some arguments on social media, there was no slight there. Um, I like the comparison for what it's worth. Uh, there are a number of different people that you can compare Jalen Hood Shafino to. Ultimately, most of us are not really going to know until he gets on the floor and we see actual games. Um, I trust Trace Jackson Davis. I trust Mike Woodson. I like comparing him to an Io Dusunmu more than a Jason Kidd personally because the odds are greater that he becomes an Io DeSumo than Jason Kidd, who is a Hall of Fame, one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game type of player. Io is a very good college player who has become a quality role player. Uh, I'm not saying don't set high goals. I'm just saying when it comes to comparisons, I'm going to imagine at his current 
age and skill level. <laughs> Jalen Hood Shafino is not Jason Kidd. So there was your silly debate. It might come up from Illinois fans down the road. Again, very silly, very explainable. Fan bases are fickle like this. I'm sure IU fans have been guilty of it from time to time as well. That was all we had from Media Day. I tried. I I followed some stuff. I tried to look up stuff. There just was not a lot of people that went to this, which very silly to send this thing to Minnesota. Media Days in the Big Ten for football and basketball should not be in any other place other than Indianapolis or Chicago. They're your central locations. Don't make this difficult. Don't overthink this. Minnesota, they're going to the Big Ten, or the Big Ten tournament is going to Minnesota in a couple seasons. I, I don't know why. Uh, keep it central. It just makes sense for everybody. You're just creating headaches by sending it elsewhere. I'm sorry that it gives home field or home court home field advantages to IU, Purdue, Northwestern, Illinois, Iowa had a ton of people at the women's. Uh, Big Ten tournament. I'm sorry, but feasibly it just makes sense to put it in a central location. And IU or Indianapolis and Chicago are your central locations. I could even somewhat understand like a Detroit, but Minnesota. I'm done. I'm done ranting. It was very silly. Don't do it again. <laughs> We're going to talk about a couple of IU men's basketball freshmen, Caleb Banks and CJ Gunn, as part of our player previews as we continue on with those. Uh, here in just a moment. Before we jump into that, let's talk about today's sponsor, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Everybody has a LinkedIn. It's simple. Uh, it seems to be the bridge between kind of younger social media and, and older people on social media. Everybody has a LinkedIn. So when you head on over there, you can create a free job posting, add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on your candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. So why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Let's talk about a couple of IU freshmen. We're going to do our own episodes or our separate episodes on Jalen Hood, Shafino, Malik, uh, Renault, Renew. I'll, I'll have to watch back March or who's your hysteria, uh, to be sure how to pronounce his name. I, I I'll have that by the time we uh, have that episode. We're not talking about him though. Today we're talking about Caleb Banks and CJ gun, uh, two guys who might not have as big of roles as Malik and Jalen Hood, Shafino, but, uh, I still think could have roles within the team this season. Let's start with Caleb Banks. Now, I went back and listened to a lot of what um, I talked about with Jason Jordan, director of basketball recruiting with Sports Illustrated. We did a whole episode on uh, Jalen Hood Shafino, Malik, Caleb, CJ Gunn. I don't know. Jalen Hood Shafino. It feels weird to not say his whole name. I don't know why. JHS. 
Maybe that'll become a little more natural, like TJD. Uh, but I went back and listened to the, the latter third of that episode to hear more about Caleb and CJ. If you want some more in-depth kind of discussion on uh, Caleb and CJ, go back and, and watch or listen to that episode uh, because we went, we talked about all three players, all four players, excuse me, the roles they might have this season. When it comes to Caleb, it's his versatility that could help him get onto the floor. He can play either forward position, a little more comfortable maybe as a stretch four, playing in the paint a little bit. Don't know how much he's going to be able to do that this season uh, with the depth Indiana already has in the front court, but his athleticism allows him to play both forward positions. Again, that's something we talked about in that episode when I talked to Jason, is that Indiana didn't have a ton of athleticism on the wing last year. So right away, there's a spot that Caleb fits in that uh, IU had a hole. He's a type of guy that can fill it. When IU came up against bigger, more athletic wings, uh, they struggled because they just didn't have players physically who could match up, whether size or athleticism. I'm not saying Caleb Banks is going to step in and start guarding elite or top-level wings uh, this season, but I wouldn't be surprised if he got some minutes there, and that's the role ideally he will have in the future is playing uh, or being that type of guy for Indiana. He is better in the paint. He's a He's a high-level finisher, so... Not someone that's going to step in and be a three-point shooter like CJ, who uh, there's a little teaser for what we're going to talk about with him. He's going to be able to finish at the rim. He's going to be a high flyer. He's going to be able to do it with style. Uh, He's going to add some excitement to the Hoosiers this season. So I think there's a, a, a path for him to see maybe sparse minutes the thing with this Hoosier team is last year there were, it was pretty rigid when it came to who could play meaningful minutes uh, when the games counted. And not only was it rigid, but there was only maybe eight, maybe nine guys. And a lot of those guys only played one rotation. There was a lot of times Michael Durr, Tamar Bates even only played in the first half, didn't get in in the second half. With this IU team adding uh, Jalen, adding Malik, um, the development of Tamar Bates, the development of guys like Trey Galloway, uh, hopefully the improved play of Miller Cop means that there are a lot of minutes that need to be spread, ar- spread around. The improvement of Jordan Geronimo. I'm trying not to leave guys off here, but um, there's a lot of guys who are going to want more minutes that's going to make it hard for freshmen to come in and to be an impact player right away. So I think there could be a role or minutes available to Caleb Banks. But if we talk about his biggest strength when it comes to this IU team is the athleticism he provides on the perimeter, you're looking at a guy like Jordan Geronimo who does the same thing. So it could be useful for him to learn from Jordan Geronimo, but uh, that's a guy that it's going to be really tough for him to beat out to get minutes. So He's someone that could, in the right situation, provide athleticism on the perimeter if IU needs it, but ultimately, I think his minutes are going to be a little bit sparse. Um, Might be, I don't, I don't think it'll be like a redshirt year or anything like that, but I, I don't see him playing more than, certainly I wouldn't imagine more than 10 minutes per game. We'll see. Uh, It's always nice on paper to say, oh, IU could go 10 deep. 
when games matter, I use going to go about eight deep, maybe nine. Um, you don't want a big rotation. When games get really important, you shrink it down to the guys you absolutely can trust. So maybe early in the year, Caleb gets a couple chances. But another thing with this schedule is that there's not a lot of opportunities for him to play his way into the rotation. So um, we'll see what type of impact he makes, though. Maybe he's able to step onto the court right away and be a guy who can get into the lane, finish at the rim, provide enough on the defensive end to get some minutes. Not going to say no to that, but I, I think it'll be tough sledding this season for him to get minutes. Next season, I think it'd be a big season for him. On the flip side, CJ Gunn is someone I think could step in and play uh, rotation minutes right away for Indiana. We'll talk about the big difference between those two and why I, why I feel feel that way about CJ uh, in a moment. First, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. That is not an exaggeration. Guess what? There's a new flavor. If you're uh, a fan of delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate, then Built Bar has you covered. Your cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It'll be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Uh, as always, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As always, they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need a, to grab a quick bite. Built is a perfect protein bar, and they are better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to built.com, use promo code locked on 15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked on 15, all one word, over at built.com to get 15% off today. Let's talk about CJ Gunn. While I think it's an uphill battle for Caleb Banks to get playing time, I do not think it is an uphill battle for CJ Gunn to get playing time. Because of his ability to shoot the ball. The biggest thing when I went back and watched that episode with Jason is how much he talked about CJ Gunn being a shooter. And his exact words are he's not someone who is tiptoeing the line. Uh, he is someone that can knock shots down from already between college and NBA range. And to come in as a high school freshman and do that is impressive. From what it, what's some of the rumors, I guess, the whispers, depending on, on who you believe, some of the message boards and whatnot, CJ's looked really good shooting the ball through practice, through the fall. And we mentioned in the last segment, one thing IU missed last season was athleticism on the wing. The thing they miss most, bar none, is outside shooting. Consistent outside shooting from multiple guys. Statistically, Parker Stewart was able to do that, even if it was very one-dimensional. Miller Cop struggled. Xavier Johnson was no, nowhere near consistent enough to make defenses respect him. Rob Finnessy had a couple games where he was good. We'll always have that Purdue game, but outside of that, 
Uh, he struggled. There was nobody else that could really step up. CJ Gunn could be the type of guy that you could turn to to knock down shots and space out the floor defensively. He is he is an athletic scorer and finisher, but where his bread is going to be buttered, where he's going to make his money on this IU team, is shooting and stretching the floor. It's really that simple. We saw at times last year just putting Trace. A lot of times it came in different ways. Uh, and the pick and roll was a way that they could kind of space things out. You give Xavier and Trace room on the floor and Xavier's ability to score at the rim and set up Trace and Trace's ability to finish everything made them a really dynamic pick and roll. Trace talked about wanting to run the pick and roll more. If that's something IU wants to do or Trace wants to do, you need shooting around that. Otherwise, defenses are just going to start sagging off shooters, knowing that they can close out, not even have to close out hard to to the guys on the perimeter because they're not threats to shoot the ball. If you have someone like CJ Gunn out there who is a threat to shoot and make three-pointers, then that obviously forces defenders closer to him, more space for Xavier and Trace to operate. I'm sure you guys are aware of this, but that's an area, for example, where CJ Gunn could be useful. Uh, There aren't a lot of guys on IU's roster who are certified shooters. Parker Stewart, like we said, was one of the only ones last year, and he's gone. Miller Kopp, in theory, is that guy. In practice, he struggled. Um, Maybe in reality, I guess, he struggled last season being a consistent three-point shooter. You're going to need guys like Xavier Johnson to be better at it. Jalen Hood-Shafino comes in, but his biggest weakness is three-point shooting. That's not ever been Trey Galloway's game, so barring a huge jump from him, it's not going to be there. Same with Tamar Bates, who uh, hasn't been known as a, a great outside threat. So there's a lot of question marks, and that's how, why I think C.J. Gunn, maybe early on in the season, could step in and provide that level of spacing and spot minutes, play him two, three, four minutes uh, each half get him in there, make the defenses do something different and have to react differently uh, to him uh, to just keep putting pressure on, on the defense, put him in there when Xavier's out or when trace is out to give IU a different type of scoring threat when the defenses might be relaxing a little bit. So CJ is someone that I think could see minutes both early and later in the season. If he can be a knockdown shooter, because you're always going to need shooting and there's going to be games where IU would struggle and CJ might be able to come in and provide that spark for the Hoosiers uh, as a shooter. So I think he's someone that could see some minutes. Ultimately, I think both Caleb and CJ are going to get chances. Uh, The extent to which they take advantage of those chances, we will see and how many they get, we will see, but two very intriguing players, not just for this season, but for the future as well. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to talk some women's basketball previews. Know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Everyday host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. 
I forgot the big news. For those that stuck around, you get the announcement. We crossed 500 subscribers on YouTube. Shout out to all you guys. Uh, I really saw a huge increase as a, as I uh, mentioned it on the podcast throughout the last month or so. You guys are amazing. Now what I want everyone to do, you've subscribed to YouTube. Obviously, go watch the videos over there. Our next call to action Please, please, please head over to iTunes and just quickly leave a rating. It, it does, you don't have to leave a review. You don't have to do anything else. Just head on over there, leave a rating because that helps us out immensely. Uh, I want to try to get as many as we can here in the next month or so. Now that we've we've now that you've proven you can uh, put you can do something when you guys put your mind to it. I'm holding you accountable now. So head on over to iTunes. Leave a quick review, please. It, it doesn't take any time. The time I've been talking, you could have done it multiple times already. So head on over there. Leave a five-star rating if you can. Uh, it helps us out immensely. Follow us on Twitter if you have not already as well, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Most importantly, though, guys, hope you all continue having a great week. Have a terrific Wednesday and LEO.